Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. What are we drinking today, Jacqueline? I am drinking a beer that we picked up um, from Stony Creek Brewing Company in Connecticut while we were there over Thanksgiving. This is this this beer. This is one of my favorite beers I've ever had. It is the Red Heron Hurricane Sour. I feel like this is a sour I liked before I sort of knew I liked sours. Like mm-hmm. before I was the sour queen. Yes, yeah. Uh, you and I were up there <clears throat> years ago and I got this. So Stony Creek is in Brantford, Connecticut and this is a collaboration with a brewery in New Orleans which I am not seeing on here. We're it's, just killing time. Oh, the Nola Brewing Company. Nola Brewing. There it there is. I knew it was... Um, Something like that. Uh, so yeah, so I had this a number of years ago and just loved it. But then whenever we went back to this brewery, it was not there. Like it was very much like a limited edition. I thought a one-time thing. Yeah, it seemed like it. But apparently, as there are hurricanes where there need to be relief dollars donated, this comes back, which I am sad about the devastation, but really, really excited to have this beer again. <laughs> right. So it is a sour ale with hibiscus, passion fruit, lime, and blood orange. Wow. I'm about to take my first step in years. Two, two or three years. Yeah, this was one that you, we got several when you came down. And it is supposed to be a beer that tastes like a hurricane cocktail. What is it as good as you remember? It's actually really interesting because, like I said, I think this is like a sour that I drank before I drank a lot of sours. So it does not taste that sour to me uh-huh. now as my palate has changed and I've tried like more in this style of beer, um, but it's still a super great beer. Uh, I love the can too. Yeah, very cool, very New Orleans can. Yeah, it has sort of a a sunset with palm trees and then Stony Creek's logo is this very like cool, like stylized heron. Yeah. And uh, that bird is on it, but he has like Mardi Gras beads around his neck. Very cool. Um, So it's a very cool can. Definitely a work of art can. I also just ate like a pretty rich like chocolate pecan pie, which might be why this is like hitting my palate a little weird. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't like, it's not like that sour. Hmm. But again, I've drank so many sours since I last had this. Yes. No, you've you've gone down like a crazy path with your sour drinks. So I'm not not totally shocked. (laughs) It was very much, I feel like this and Sequench were very much like a gateway drug for me. Oh man, that's still real sour to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, this one is very much like not one of the sours that's up my alley. This is like, I I think this is probably how I, you experience IPAs. Uh, Because I'm like, uh, it just tastes, it tastes like really tart and really like, I I'm getting like the real back of the tongue, like uh, sour tightness, like puckering and just, can, I'm not. Can I be like super honest with you? It tastes like nothing to me. Wow. Like it just, I mean, not even like, oh, it's not sour, which is why I think that maybe my palate is just messed up from the pecan pie we uh. just had because it tastes sort of like a like, like barely flavored water. Huh. to me wow. so check back in with me at the end and yeah. i am hopeful that as like my palate adjusts i can still taste like so much chocolate in my mouth that's crazy so i'm hoping that as my palate adjusts 
it will be a little more flavorful because it's one of my favorite beers. I'm sure it will be. It's a, it seems like you still like it quite a bit. I you do. Just, it just tastes your your tolerance for sour has only grown. Uh, this entire time you have been studying the can and paying absolutely no attention to me. I have been paying plenty of attention to you. <laughs> you have been studying your can. Tell us about what you're drinking. Well, so this is one that uh, I wanted to I wanted to get more of a description on. I can't, unfortunately. Uh, so you very kindly, uh, one of my Christmas gifts this year is, or just a, a gift. Oh, wow. Not even a Christmas gift. Just a gift to be nice. Uh, I just love you. Is a, a beer advent calendar. Uh, it's 25 beers that uh, are all meant to be uh, drink up until Christmas from, uh, again, our good friends at Church Key. By, and by good friends, I mean we buy stuff from them. They don't know us. Uh, but um, so this is day two. We're, mm-hmm. this is, we're recording this on December 2nd, as you can tell. Uh, and I'm drinking a fruited sour from Vitamin C Brewing in uh, Weymouth, Massachusetts. Uh, it is the perception is still spoon fed. So it has a key lime pie on I'm it. I'm trying to like I'm trying to determine exactly like it is very it is not as sour as yours. I didn't really get your recoiling, but uh, I didn't really get as sour. It's like graham crackers. Yeah, no, I'm getting like a lot of like it tastes like uh, a cheese like a cheesecake uh, with graham cracker crust and then like some uh, I guess like I'm looking at the can and like there's raspberries and mint and um and limes on here. I'm trying to see if that is exactly what I'm tasting cuz this is just not an area where my palate is super advanced. Uh but it's it's quite good. For like I'm not a big sours guy as everyone knows, but like this is uh I I'm enjoying it. It's very like it's a great dessert beer. Yeah. No, it's it's very it does feel like it's based on some sort of food. It says, our recent... I looked it up on Untapped. Okay. Our recent collaboration with Divine Barrel is our rendition of a raspberry key lime pie. Okay. Which I... I, I de- it, yeah. It definitely says like a key lime pie. Yeah. I get that a lot. Like a lot of like... Maybe it's custard is kind of like the taste that yeah. I'm getting. Uh, but it's... Uh, if they're going for if they're going for food, this is a food beer that that nails it. It's a it's a really quite good, um, and has like a nice, like, I'm trying to think of like the taste. It's not like heavy, and it's not like syrupy or whatever. But like it just tastes like a custardy. Like it's got like this like it's thick. It's like a thick taste. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, it's um, it's quite good. So I uh, I am enjoying this. I will uh, I'll talk about it here. But you can also maybe when you listen to this probably find our moments on instagram that i'm going to make out of these because uh it'll probably expire by then but i'm going to review all these beers i drink and uh post a picture of them and put on our instagram story so i was saying i think this is the first podcast that we're both drinking sours yeah yeah definitely i i unless there's some at the very beginning where we were like struggling to get beer at the beginning of the pandemic and trying to and like all we had was sours but i'm uh finding that to be unlikely. So probably the first time we both had sours on the podcast. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about uh, how we got your beer. Uh, we did a, uh, a trip up to Connecticut for Thanksgiving where we... We'll, we'll start... This is a running podcast after all. Uh, we did... We Are Those People, 
and love to wake up very early on Thanksgiving to run a turkey trot. We do. Uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about our, our race? Yeah, I mean, I, I just always chuckle because I feel like there's that meme that's like, what if I marry into a family that like wakes up and does turkey trots on Thanksgiving morning? <coughs> Excuse me. I apologize for coughing in your ear. I'm still a little under the weather. Um, but we, I mean, my family never did this growing up. My, I think my mom did on occasion, but like I was never a part of it. And like, I, I think there was much like, no, I, maybe there, there was one that she, uh, she did every now and then, but it was not a regular part of our family's traditions. Yeah. About that. So like neither of us come from families where this is like an integral part of Thanksgiving morning. And yet like. We have not missed one since we got like I, in our family. We wake up early. Exactly. And run. I, I did my first turkey trot in 2017 after uh, Marine Corps when I had like started to become like a, a runner, and uh, I remember like telling my mom and sister, being like, "It'll be this is I think this, this is like the last year we spent holidays is, apart," yeah. and I remember telling my mom and sister like, "Come on, let's come come on and do this," and I don't I don't think they've done one since or uh or whatever but i was i was all about it and waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go down to downtown detroit and now we, we sleep in a little bit more this one yeah. really woke up at like six thirty. uh and like in my family my stepdad participates yes who we had on in may he's he's Tom. yeah but he comes from a family of they, they they do they are some of them a turkey trot family yes uh and my mom stays home and starts cooking yes so it works out well for us uh so we did this is actually the first year they did this race, yeah which is kind of cool so it was put on by shoreline sharks great uh great logo great name yeah uh and it was in it was in west haven, west right? haven. yeah just like out and back all along the water small race yeah like the start line was nothing we just just a timing that running just a timing that yeah actually the first time i've ever seen this uh we we got there and uh did the bid pickup like it was just morning of bid pickup super easy super easy very efficient. very quick uh and everyone kind of gathered by what appeared to be the start line joke was on us it was the finish line yeah. and we all had to walk about what about maybe a quarter mile to yeah. the official start line uh which was basically like Two guys sat on chairs with a timing mat, and yeah. uh, everyone lined up around, along the sidewalk. Yeah, uh, but it was it was very like small town feel. Um, beautiful, really, really right nice. Right on the beach, right on Long Island Sound, like really, really pretty. Uh, you got your bib, you got a cotton T-shirt. It has like a fun logo of a shark going after a turkey on a surfboard. Yep. And something I have like really learned to love about races i love when a race does free photos i think it's mm -hmm. such a nice perk and so this one did free photos uh so that was super super nice we got a shot of us at the beginning and shots of us finishing and a shot at the end but i thought i mean the course was generic it was just like out and back with the water on your right and then you turned around and the water was on your left and it was very pretty pretty flat yeah uh i just push myself harder than I should have for like a casual race. Yeah, you for no reason. you had a, a pretty strong run. I did. I ran a twenty eight fifty four, which is not a PR, but is the fastest five k I've done. Some of the fastest in miles you've done probably since the spring. Yeah, yeah. So 
it was a good race. It was the first time I had run since the half marathon in Delaware. So gotcha. I took some time off and came back for that. And it was, it was lovely. I love wearing my turkey hat, my turkey shirt and going yeah, out. Yeah, so we had, to, we had to describe the outfits a little bit. Because we, we go all out. We do. As you might have seen from our crab outfits at, in Baltimore and yeah. Disney outfits. but I have like a knit hat. Yeah, you look much more normal. Yeah. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the first, the first Thanksgiving I spent in Connecticut. Uh, I was sitting there on the couch enjoying a glass of uh, probably white wine at that point in the day, know, knowing how Tom likes to space out the drinks. Uh, and watching the Detroit Lions, my uh, unfortunate hometown team, play in their annual Thanksgiving Day game. And I saw people in the crowd wearing hats that are fully, they looked like fully cooked turkeys. Yes. With uh, Lions logos on the front. And so I texted a friend of mine who covers the Lions for a living. At the time, he doesn't anymore. Uh, and he went to the gift shop and purchased me one of those hats. Yes. So now that is my Thanksgiving turkey trot uh, hat. So I ran with a full Detroit Lions themed cooked turkey on my head. I feel, I mean, you're doing a good job describing it, but just to really like give an idea of how ridiculous it was. People stopped us to take pictures yes. with you. Yeah, no, because I it was I like such a scene. You're also wearing a shirt that has like not a cartoon turkey. This is it's, like this is my th favorite. this is not a cooked turkey. It is my it's, favorite it's a live turkey. It's my favorite running shirt. It's absurd. It looking. is the craziest looking shirt. It is from a, a Marine Corps, the Marine Corps turkey trap from 2016, yep. I believe, and it is a long sleeve shirt with. A full live turkey in excruciating detail. It is in high def. And you can see each and every like bump on the turkey's gullet. Yes. And uh, I love it. I like it. It's also, the, it's the also, detail a, is really what makes it's it. It's also a really nice shirt. Yeah. Like it's a no, good, nice it's a good texture. And it is ridiculous looking. So I wear that for every. Uh, yeah. Marine every not, not every Marine Corps every um, turkey turkey trot. trot yeah and it is uh, hideous and I love it uh, so I have that on and then I have my like again like this cooked turkey hat gives me like another foot it it, it stands big. it stands up off my head a lot it's, so it's big yeah so I so you were like a local I look, celebrity I look the part yeah yeah. Uh, I really like I like this race uh, a lot because not only for like the course and what you talked talked about, but like it was nice to be because maybe it was because it was the first one, maybe because it was just a small race uh, from a like a local town's five uh, k, but it felt very much like strong sense of community there. Like yes. uh, I don't know, like we didn't know anybody, but I felt like a lot of people there knew each other. Uh, everyone was in like a really good mood, and like it, it was a fun atmosphere, and like. Uh, just like a, a really kind of like holiday kind of a good holiday feel where it was like everyone's here to like 
be together and have have this, share this moment, and that was kind of nice. Absolutely, so, so I really liked that. There were there were a lot of walkers. Yeah, which I, I think is great. Like if you want to walk your turkey walkers, trot, walkers no, of all walk ages your turkey and trot. walkers yep. of all ages and shapes too. Like yep. there there were like twenty somethings who looked hungover walking, and there yep. were uh, there were old old people running. Like it was it was really great uh, all around. Like a, a wide mix. Yeah, uh, but you after we finished, you finished first, I finished second. My stepdad finished. Not overall, but like the order in our yes. family. Yes. Uh, so you finished, and once we all finished, you went to the bathroom, and I uh, hung around the end with my stepdad waiting for you. And the race director, who I assume was the race director, the guy who made the announcement at the beginning, but like yeah. he stood there at the finish line, and we're we're like 43, 44 minutes into the 5K now. Like it's not like he's cheering for the winners, but he stood there and he like cheered for every single finisher and i thought it was so so nice that's so cool yeah yeah it seemed i loved his pre-race announcement too i don't even know if he used a megaphone he just like shouted and like like had clearly didn't have anything prepared and was just like okay guys like we're gonna do this race now and it it had the air of a race that was being on for the put on for the first time but i think it's uh it was really nice and i think it will be one that we do every every other year when we're up there. Definitely. I had just one objection to his pre-race speech, which I said quite loudly. I don't remember. Yeah, you do. I'm sure Um, I will once you tell it. He said that we were like getting an early start to burning off all the Thanksgiving food. And I just loudly yell, we don't run to earn our food. (laughs) (laughs) Another another runner next to us laughed. Good good at that. Uh, But... All that aside, uh, a, a lovely race. I thought race. it was a great race. I would definitely go back and do it again. I really liked it. Yeah, uh, wonderful time. And then, um, yeah, it was, I, I also did another run when we were down there in Connecticut. I have really uh, a nice a nice loop run that I do uh, around a lighthouse on Long Island Sound. I got lost this time doing it uh, a little bit, but it's... It's just so nice to run by the beach. Yes. Uh, it's so flat and so mm-hmm. wonderful. And um, yeah, it was it was also cold. Uh, it was just it was a great uh, a great weekend to run a little bit there. We really had beautiful weather for the turkey trot too. Yeah. It was like sunny and cool and just really, really lovely. Yeah. I, I would definitely do that race again. I always love running up there. Uh, do you want to talk about some of the breweries we went to when we were Let's there? Let's talk about some of the breweries. We so we had we had time. We like squeezed in as much as we could while we were there. We did. Which so was lovely. On Wednesday, uh, we went to uh, Stony Creek. I our, just love it there. Our our one of our our I think probably our favorite Connecticut brewery. Yeah. Uh, it was um, <laughs> it's like what on on Wednesday afternoon of on Thanksgiving Eve. So it was basically just like. Let's get out of the house for a little bit and uh, leave leave the adults to cook because yeah, they we were. We needed to get out of the way. They, we were we were more we were more harming than helping at that point. Uh, but you know what? Did you try anything? Actually, you didn't try this when you were there. Uh, I didn't. There was like no CO two in that tap, so yeah. I couldn't have it on tap. Do you remember anything that stood out to you all from um, from there from from that that trip aside from the tacos which were incredible. Yes, the tacos were super incredible. Uh I am not nothing is like ringing a bell right now. I'm pulling up my untapped because I will know there. Um oh they had the pog which was like the passion fruit orange grapefruit. 
Huh. Uh, I don't remember if I tried that or not. It was a sour, obviously. That seems, that seems right, um, yes. I'm not, I'm like doing a super good job uh, <laughs> given details. Um, so that one was good. It's, I love the brewery because of the location and like the like logo like I, I just love like the vibe the vibe yeah um it's a tough time of year for beer for me anywhere uh but I they had like a lot of IPAs on tap that is yeah and yeah. like the sour I was really eager to try wasn't on tap so and we, we came home with this this porter it's like a chocolate raspberry porter which I'm super excited to try, but that wasn't on tap yet. Like we were just a little early for that. So, but like I wanted to do a flight. So I like tried some beers that like I knew I wasn't gonna be a huge fan of, like a couple of the hoppier IPAs, but I did try them and they, they were fine. Um, and then we got another, like I got a half pour before we left of like a hazy IPA that I actually liked. Yeah. It was like the Little Wing haze. Yes. Because there, I think it was the Little Wing because... Uh, I think it was the Little Wing. I remember I, go, I went up there and I like was the tri- tried two different ones and was like, I bet you'll like this one. And yeah. It was it, it was not real bitter. It was very fruit forward. Um, but, all, but like when you go there in the summer, they have like a lot of sours and they have like a great Mexican lager and they have the Sun Juice, which is sort of like a summer tropical lager. Yeah. So I love their beers. In the summer. And I love the place year-round. Um, but a lot of what I drank, I was like, this isn't, like, my speed. Though I recognize that, like, it is good beer. Because right. you, I think, really enjoyed the beers you had there. Yeah, I had... Uh, I, one of the things... So, just to back up a little bit. Like, when we first went to Stony Creek, mm-hmm. uh, on my first trip to Connecticut back in 2016, uh, it was, like... A new brewery that was finding its feet. We'll say that. Very like, much. A, it was still finding its footing. And um, the beer was okay. Yes. Like, it was more about, like, when we went, it was October. Like, it was one of those warm Saturday afternoons in October. And it was, like, it's on a river, has all this space in the back. To People can pl- literally, like, pull their boats right. up. And people can and do. Like dock their boats to go to the brewery. Yeah. It's right on the water. Uh, there's uh, there's like cornhole and uh, I think ladder golf and stuff like that. Like all that those kind of things in the back. Fire pits, blah blah blah. So a cool scene. Uh, and like has a has an outdoor deck that you can sit on and just kind of feel the feel the summer breeze and all that kind of stuff. And it was like that part of it was yeah, awesome. Fire pits and Adirondack chairs right. and I mean I I know where you're going is about like the beer but like the space itself has also grown up a lot yes. and and gotten a lot nicer in this time. Yes. So since then and we went back there a, a few times and like I found a couple things that I liked like the Stony Joe. Yep. It's a golden mocha stout which is ridiculous. Um it is just a, uh, it was a, a really, a good coffee beer that I always take home from there. So, but some, somehow in the intervening period, they have become like a really great IPA brewery. Yes. Like they make a lot of really good IPAs and uh, like a wide selection of them. So uh, I think on a, uh, a previous podcast, I think I drank one of them uh Maybe like the was it the 
803 or 860 or something oh, like that. Oh, I got you the 860. 860. So mm-hmm. I think I drank the 860 on a previous podcast, which is really good. Um, this time, I, like, and so like I was looking at it and there's like stuff I've tried before. I wanted to go and have my flights of things I didn't have before. Yep. So they had a couple different holiday IPAs, which... So weird to me. Yeah. When I, I think about a holiday beer, it's not an IPA. Yeah. And like one of those like good attempt. It was a good IPA. There wasn't a whole lot like what I picture with a holiday foods are like peppermint chocolate or like you know like cinnamon like right like not things ginger, that really go in yeah, an IPA exactly. uh, so it was kind of like just like a it, it tasted more like a very crisp IPA they were good um, but what I really got to in, uh, really enjoyed was uh, there was one that was called Cit- Citra Act which uh, a nice play on Sister Act but like it was a hazy ipa completely like citra hops which like is always up my alley yep uh and then uh i got to try the imperial stony joe which is like a heavy uh stony joe and that was uh that was interesting and good i also got to grab like their last can of crumb which is uh not a reference to the harry potter seeker uh from i'm trying to remember what country he is from anyway uh it's not not reference victor crumb it's a reference to apple crumb uh, and it is I don't like, even know what kind of beer is it's it like oatmeal? an apple cinnamon ale yeah. type deal it's like so it is good. just it is like an apple pie beer and yes. it is um, there was like one left and uh, I got so I grabbed that and drank that immediately upon returning home yep. which was really great uh, so it was nice to go back there and like a, another good a good place to go in the middle of the day there was no one else there uh, there were a few people but like at the bar, not a lot there. And then we actually got to chat with one of the owners for so quite nice. some time because we were like, oh, well, let's buy some, like, I don't own any Stony Creek gear. Let's go get some stuff and, and buy a ton of beer. Like, I, it's hard to overstate how much I love their logo. Like, it, it is this water bird, but it's like, it almost looks like an adult coloring book. Yeah. Water bird. Like, it's just beautiful. So we were getting some stuff and uh, happened to- a ton of beer. Talk to the owner for a bit about- um, just talk, talk to them about that beer and about how it, how it comes about. And then... Uh, yeah, I'll, wanted I'll, to know how they started the collaboration with yeah. NOLA. And then uh, we talked a little bit about just uh, what they've been dealing with through the pandemic. And um, a lot... He's telling us that it's not been... It's been a really rough year. And hopefully... Um, yeah, they, they, they said that... He said that like their 2020 wasn't terrible. But 2021 has been hard mm-hmm. because of the stops and starts and whatever. So, uh, hoping for better times for them going forward. But um, it was really nice to meet him. He was such a super nice guy. Yeah. And um, I mean, th- this is chatted with him for a, a little bit. Yeah, this is a place that we go back almost every time mm-hmm. we're in Connecticut. And it's rare we don't. When we don't make it, like when we see my mom, like you have previously asked her to bring you Stony Joe. Like, yeah. They they make some of our favorite beers. Yeah, Stony Joe. We have another six pack of it now. Yeah, in, in the fridge. It is a um, it's a staple for here here every time we come back. It's uh yes, just it's one of those beers. It, it's I don't know now that we we've had a few different uh, golden stouts or white stouts. Yep. Uh, I think we actually it's not even the only one in the fridge right now. I think I we don't have think so. we have one from Delaware. Uh, from uh yeah, the lift ticket. From yeah, the lift ticket from hammock. Crooked Hammock. Yeah. So it's one of those beers I love giving to people because it kind of blows their mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you pour it for them and they're like, oh, it looks like a, looks like, looks like a lager. Yep. And then you have a sip and you're like, what is this? So um, a really good beer. Great to bring a bunch home. Um, and then on Friday, 
the day after Thanksgiving, we celebrated your birthday a little bit early mm -hmm. uh, and hit a couple different spots there. Yeah, we started at Dockside, which like, there's a theme here. I like being by the water. Yep. Uh, so it was very cool. It was in Milford. Yep. Uh, again, right on the water. Cool spot. Really decorated. Stony Creek was really decorated for Christmas too, but really... This place was really Dockside was like it was Decked tricked out, out. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we got some lunch and we each got a flight. I was really impressed with their beer because this was like not a place I'd been before, not a place I'd heard of before. Excellent beer. Like that was <laughs> not mincing words. No, I, I was. I I I love like I I feel like I'm cheating on Stony Creek. Um, but like this is it was something that like we showed up there kind of being like oh like. It's a cool spot, and yeah. they have food, and let's go there. And then uh, had our flight, and man, like I'm looking back, I'm looking at my like uh, the beers I logged here. It's like a four and a half, a five, three point seven five, three point seven five, four. Uh, like everything got really good uh, grades on my on my uh, uh, untapped. It was just like again. Uh, Going to a New England, going to New England, turns out the New England IPAs were really, really good. No, you had like you had a time is the only way to describe it. it. Was, you everything was a New England IPA. It, it was uh, a difficult, difficult time for me because I was like, I've been ready to move into my like stouts and porters and lagers and whatever, but the good to went to New England and turns out it's always New England IPA season there. So. The beer from there that I was just obsessed with, I gave it a 4.75. And like, it could have been a five. I just like don't really like giving out fives. Um, <laughs> that, that teacher. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was a jam rock. It was a ginger hibiscus goes. That's right. And it like, I don't know. I feel like when I've had ginger beers before, you get sort of like a hint of the ginger. But Not this, this one. like you took a sip. And it was just like a punch in the face of that like spicy, fresh ginger juice flavor that mellowed out to this like beautiful, floral, fruity, fruity hibiscus yeah. flavor. It was like a, like a really, really pretty red color. Like it was a beautiful color. Um, I just loved it. Like I got a flight. And when our waitress came over, I was like, this is a very cool beer. Like, yeah. I was really, really impressed. And just, I mean, I like a goes. Yeah. Like, it's my favorite kind of beer. And this was like something really, really different um, that I really liked. And I always love when places can make like a sour or a goes that I want to drink in the winter. Yeah. Like this to me, could I drink it in the summer? Sure. But like, I think I can also drink it now yeah. which is really really nice um so i really really loved that and then we stayed for another drink there we did and i was eager to try this like really funky pumpkin or pumpkin pie uh apple pie beer on the menu that was unbelievable you the, lost your mind this yeah. was not made by dockside this was like a guest tap and the thing that i really liked is that all of their i shouldn't say all most of their guest taps were other like small Connecticut breweries, right. which there I were, think is really cool. There were a couple non, but for the most part, many from Connecticut. Again, it was kind of eye-opening to be like, oh, there's this many yeah. breweries in this area. The one I can think of that wasn't was Harpoon, which is also like a New England yeah. brewery. So that's really cool to see like 
I don't know if they had like Bud Light on tap because I wasn't looking for it, but it, it's cool to see like this brewery like also support other local breweries. Right. Um, but this beer, I mean, it was wild. It tasted like apple pie. Yeah. Just straight up. It was, I think it was like an apple pie sour from Hoax Brewing. Mm -hmm. So you were like, it's your birthday and you love this beer. We got to go in search of this Let's beer. Let's go find this beer. To bring some home. Yes. Uh, so we drove a little bit. This actually was closer back toward your mom's. Uh, so it was on the way. It was fine. It was on the way. Uh, but we went to, I'm trying to remember what the name of the, uh, the beer racks. The beer racks. I think it's supposed to be like barracks, but we keep saying like, like it's a, well, it's, it sounds like a Dr. Seuss character when we say. R-A-C-K-S. I I, I, so I'm sure it's supposed to be like Beerix. But like we always say. Beerax. We always say it like it's like the like the Warax or like the uh, the Lorax, I should say. Yeah. Uh, so we went to the Beerax and um, it was, this is a really cool spot. It is a, essentially like a, not even, not even like, not a warehouse. Like I'm trying to think of what the right word is. Can I just interject super briefly? Yes. I'm looking through my untapped and as I just said that I don't give out fives. This apple pie sleight of hand got a five. Yeah, I thought it did. Yeah, because so you, you freaked out over I it. I freaked out over it. Um, so yeah, it's in like a pretty industrial spot. Definitely off the beaten path it, a little bit. It did not... It, it was the complete... If Dockside was like warm and Christmassy and looked out on the water and... Uh, like very bright and like I don't know if there was Christmas music playing, but in my head there was. There was TVs all around, whatever. Picture the opposite of that. It looked like a dive bar on the inside. It wasn't in a basement, but it could. It, have it been. had basement vibes for the, sure. I don't think there were any windows. No, no, it was like cinder blocks as far as the eye yeah. could see. Uh, but what i think five different breweries yes use this, this space is so cool like the, the, basically it's like there was a, a small bar area and then a larger area in the back where all these different breweries like use the space to brew and all these breweries are then on tap at this bar and uh so we went and we were just going to pick some stuff up to go but we figured we sit down have a drink yeah. and uh Did a little like taster guys little tasters of uh, of some beer but they had i mean like they had a big, you know, wall yep. stand-up cooler with just beer from all these different places, and we got two different, I think, four packs, uh, six packs, or something of the uh, yep. of the apple pie beer. Because I mean, we you you were we, you, raving you loved about it. it too. It was very very good. So we managed to bring, find we wanted to find something to bring home. Got to keep enjoying it. And we also got a couple more from there. I just think it's such a cool idea. Like it reminds me. I said like in like the HBO Silicon Valley show where they have sort of like this house where it's like an incubator. It's like all these breweries that are like doing cool stuff, but like probably don't produce or sell enough to like have their own brewery. Like it's such a cool idea to like put them all under one roof and like have them all like work together and bring people in. And I don't know. I just think it's like such a cool model that I like haven't really seen other yeah. places. Uh, Very unique to beer the beer industry i feel like i've heard yes. of other places where like uh you see people have are, are brewing <coughs> are brewing in the like in the same building as someone else or whatever yeah but like you don't see people like making you don't see a winery like making wine at like like the, oh we sh we split this we split these vine right. this vineyard or whatever like that's it's such a, a thing that's very unique to yes beer. 
I also am a big fan, I've learned, of Hoax Brewing. Yes. Which is the place that does this apple pie sleight of hand. They apparently specialize in sours. I had no idea. When I was home in Connecticut over the summer, my stepdad got me just a ton of Connecticut sours, made sure the fridge was stocked. Stole them all, too. Uh, And so he got me one from Hoax. It was a raspberry lime that I loved, but I was like, I've never heard of this place. Like, where is it? So then tried the apple pie, and then we found it, and they had like a Pinot Noir grape, Mm -hmm. like sour that was excellent that we got some of too. So I'm just really eager to go home and try some more of of their stuff because I don't know, it's just always exciting to find a brewery that's focusing on sours. Like, and I also feel like I am always like, oh, like, you know, Black Project in Denver, like I would love to go there because that's like a sour brewery. But like, there's one kind of like right in my mom's backyard. So right. uh, that was really exciting. And I'm excited to drink more of their stuff. I'm excited. I mean, our beer fridge right now is like primo. I mean, our beer fridge right now is, it's 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 a beer corner. Like we, because yeah. I, I not only did I, you know, we bought all, all the beer that we bought, but I also like, you you mentioned these sours that your, your stepfather had uh, put in the fridge for you. I took them all. Sorry. Tom, uh, but I, I took them all, and because I was like, oh, they're not gonna drink them. They've been there since been there since August. Since August. Uh, so we have all those as well, and uh, another bounce box shipment came. So we have, we're we're we're, we're at capacity. So we're overflowing beers, a little like, bit. I just love having a fridge full. We're not gonna of go shopping for the rest. Of the, we're not going beer shopping for the rest of the winter for sure. No, no. Uh, so except, except when we go down to Nelson County. Except we go down to Nelson County. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's um. Definitely a, a banner beer moment in our in our house in our fridge because uh, we got a lot of good stuff. There's a you know a, I think a, a few that we didn't talk about as well that we wanted to go too too deep into. What did you try at the beer axe that you? Uh, I liked? tried the. It's called the Sorcerer's Temple. Oh, uh, it was. That's a cool name. It is a cool name. Uh, Sorcerer's Temple from Armada Brewing is a Dunkel Lager, uh, so very much in the. The fall winter beer kind of area. Uh, it was, you know, it, it was it was good. I love a dunkel. It's just like a nice dark malty lager that kind of like evens out the things that I don't like about lagers. So you like, say it was a slam dunkel. You are the funny one. Uh, so I'm trying not to laugh because I'm going to cough if I laugh I at know, my own I joke. Know. Uh, so yeah, I had that. I had a taster of that, and I think I brought a six pack of that home. It was pretty good. So um, definitely, we'll drink more of that soon. But yeah, it, was it was honestly good. just like a great trip of running and drinking. It yeah. was a very trip. It was a, it was a trip very in the in the vein of this podcast. There you go. Yes, it very much was. Uh, so after that, uh, we've come home and spent. I, I've worked out a little bit. You've um, been sick after picking up a bug when we were on our travels. Uh, but it's not, we're it's not COVID. It's not COVID. We we there's been a test. Yes. Uh, but we're we're firmly into our our off season, or I guess we're we're firmly into the beginning of our off season. Uh, but uh, let's just give, just give an update on uh, uh, you know how you're doing and what you're thinking about in this uh, beginning period of your uh, I guess your your lull between training again for the spring races. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about the fact that in the past month I can count my workouts on one hand, <laughs> and it makes me feel bad. Um, no, I I took a full week off after the race in Delaware from like all activity. 
And then I like ran and biked a couple times last week, including the turkey trot. And then this cough has just kind of been kicking my butt. Yeah. So I have taken it easy. Before I, I like fell sick rather suddenly on Sunday afternoon. Like in a in a minute, an hour. It was it was nuts. We, we got the house decorated for Christmas and my body was like, you can be sick now. Um, Seriously. So Sunday morning I ran and I did this like Peloton program. I've been having like I was really excited about it. Uh, they do like a train like Allison Felix week. That's been like, I was really I've been excited about doing it for months. I'm just gonna have to do it again, I think, mm-hmm. because like I did the first run and then I managed to do the yoga yesterday, but then today, I mean, it's it's like a lot of strength and like interval running, and I have just not had it in me. Yeah, the yoga was good. Like I think I could do more yoga, but. And I think, like, I'm definitely better now than I was. Yeah, so. you're, you're, you're sitting upright, which is how, better than you were a couple of days ago. And you're not <clears throat> coughing every five minutes, which right. is better than you were yesterday. Right. So definitely hopeful I can get back to running soon because, like, I do have big plans for the off season, But I'm just kind of feeling, like, guilty that I've, like, lost some fitness. But also, like, I don't think I would do this... Like, it's not like I could work out now anyway, no no matter what time of year it was. So I guess I should be thankful it's the off season, so I'm not, like, missing training for a race. Um, Because I I think, well, I have, like, I like being active. Like, it makes me happy. It's fun. So I have wanted to be active, but I guess it's kind of nice to be able to, like, be sick and not feel a ton of pressure to be able to just, like, rest and take care of myself. Like, today, my big thing was like making dinner and making superhero muffins it's the most i've done in days so i have been laying kind of low yeah well you talk about losing fitness it's kind of i mean the off season you that's going to happen no matter what you're not you're not in the same intensity as uh as you are the rest of the year so that that's so yeah i'm hopeful that next week i'll be able to like get back to a bit of a more normal schedule and be like running and yoging and yeah back to my normal self yeah uh, but you have been working out quite a bit. Well, yeah, a different intensity level than before. But uh, yeah, I've um, I took several days off after the marathon. I think I took I I, I took like a solid three or four days completely off, which is a lot a while for me. And then um, got back into it with some like really light workouts and like low impact pelotons and like very short like two mile runs um before (laughs) and then i like the first run back i tried to do a seven mile like long run on the weekend and you were out of town and texting me about stuff and i was like you got to stop texting me because like my heart rate does not understand my heart doesn't understand that it's not like mile 24 of the marathon right now like I was running seven miles and my heart was heart rate was up around like in the 160s and 170s. I was just like, okay, so I'm not recovered yet and I yeah. shouldn't be doing this right now. Uh, so I like dialed it back a little bit after that. But um, this week I have started doing uh, Peloton's beginner yoga p- uh, program. It's so exciting. I, I have so far kept to it. I've done the, it's been four days in. I've done all, all the classes so far. Uh, I It is... I am by no means a yogi or a yoga expert or whatever. Uh, you do yoga, but you're I, a yogi. Well, I mean, just like if you if you run, you're a runner. Exactly. Uh, but I have I have a good amount of experience. Off and yeah. on over the last like. Whenever you the, get hurt, you do yoga. Well, no, 
Yeah, but like also uh, like I've done yoga classes with you this year. I've done some yes. I, like when we lived in our old apartment, I would go down to the gym down there and do some uh, in like fall 2016 and spring 2017. I was doing yoga almost every day. Uh, so I have a good amount of experience with yoga and this is like very much in the beginners area where like I'm, le- I'm like learning what down dog is. Um, but what I'm trying to do now is establish the habit of doing this every day or doing this uh, many times per week because I think that, that this is an area where I definitely want to improve. And one of the things I want to work on is um, being more flexible and kind of doing some more stuff to rest- more restorative stuff and not just like, you know, helping build myself up and not just beating myself down. Yeah. So um, I've been working on that so far this week and it's been going well. And I think that that's going to be a more usual part of my routine so that we'll we'll do a further episode about all our goals and stuff for the uh, off season but i've gotten started doing it i'm very proud of you thanks i have long told you that i thought yoga would be good for you um and i'm really happy that you are finding that and it seems like you're enjoying it if you're sticking with it so far yeah i mean classes are short nice like 20 minutes uh for the most part so like and they've just been like i did one stretch today or one pose that like I've never done before, and my uh, IT band was like, oh, like it was. It was one of those moments where like I was down here, and I just went, oh my god, and I like so like I'm looking forward to having more of those moments where uh, just stretching out my body a little bit. And I had sure. I have been doing more uh, some yoga on the Peloton app uh, during the taper. Yep. Uh, just like doing hip opening classes and lower body classes and that kind of thing. Uh, so working that more into my regular rotation is going to be good. So I've started doing that. I'm also trying to, you know, I've, I've been running and doing Peloton, do all that kind of stuff too. But uh, we have, um, you know, there's, there's, a, I think I'm still putting together like my wider sure. strategy and process. And there's a big part of that that we can, uh, I guess maybe we should, we should just like flick to now and we'll talk to, talk more about it later. But we purchased yeah. a tonal. We did. Uh, which is, if you're not familiar with the tonal, it's essentially like a big mirror that t- tells you how to work out. Uh, but it's not not quite. It's like magnetic weights, electric weights. It is. Uh, I, I'm. I thought it was magnetic. So did I. Uh, but it is like, uh, essentially, it's a wall-mounted, uh, like weight-lifting Peloton. The best way I can. Play. Yeah, it's like live classes and on-demand classes, and kind of these two arms come out from this mirror, and you can attach handles and bars and ropes and anything to them. So it it seems like a good way to get like a solid strength workout in a really small space. Yes. So uh, which like we, I mean, our home gym is like in half of our basement. So if not even half our basement. Yeah. It's in like. A slice of our basement uh but yeah so that's we just got notified that it started to ship today so uh we it will be a, a, some time until we get here but i think that's going to be a major part of both of our Definitely. off seasons uh we're talking about running races that'll be in march and april so uh we're gonna have we still have some uh, probably another like i, if we, I don't think i'm gonna start half, half marathon training until the end of january so yeah we still have a good almost two months of off season left to go and it will almost assuredly be there by the bit by then so we will uh 
definitely have more to say about that in the future, but we're very excited about about that part of our, our new fitness uh, regimen coming in. Definitely, definitely. I think, as you said, we'll do like a fuller breakdown of our like goals and plans for the off season, but I think getting stronger yeah. is in both of our to-do lists. Stronger and more flexible for me. I think that's um, some some of the top focuses that I'm going into it with right now. This is more of a like Connecticut beer and hodgepodge episode. Yeah. And lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we so we're, we're, I don't want to give too much away about uh, our, our off-season plans at this point, but uh, that's just kind of, I think, a good place to start for us right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how's your beer? It's good. It definitely, I, I do blame the pecan pie. Better Because now. when I first tasted it, it just tasted like, water it, it tasted like water that was like essenced hmm. with hurricane and i was like why does this taste like nothing um but i think my palate was just messed up because as i've continued to drink it um i'm really enjoying it i like it a lot i do i do really like it. i want to emphasize that but i do feel like now that i found like other beers and this like this was like one of the first sours i had so i was like this is amazing yeah um and i think it will always have like a special place but now i'm like oh like there are other beers like this you know? right right uh how was your beer it the first half of it i thought was very good the second half of it and this is very much uh, a just i recognize this is not how this beer tastes it's just, I think, the only thing I've had in my palate for the last 45, 50 minutes. Uh, it's starting to taste now like how a bowling alley smelled when you could still smoke inside of them. Oh, my god! Like, it's just, it, it's like, I, I get the flavors are still there, but it tastes like, uh, like, it's, it, it, it's one of the, it's starting to get just like that really, like, too much of a good thing flavor in my, in my mouth. Wow. And it's starting to get to this point where I'm like, I was like, what is this that I'm, what am I, what is in my senses right now? And I'm like, this, this tastes now like how cigarettes in a, in an enclosed, in an indoor area smell, uh, which I feel really bad because vitamin C does really good stuff. We love their beer. I love their beer. Uh, and like I loved the beginning of this, I think it would benefit from me like having like some chips or something to like clear cut my it. palate and cut my cut huh. cut it a little bit every now and then because the water is just not doing it for me. But yeah, it's um like I recognize that it's a good, it's one of those things where I recognize that it's a good beer, but I'm just having too I think I'm having too much of it hating my palate without anything else to to cut it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but like. I'm not, it's not like I'm, I, I'm not hating it. I'll say that. I feel. I feel like I grossed you out just with that Well, you're like, ew, it, it, it tastes like cigarette smell in a bowling alley, but I don't hate it. Like, I mean, why? Maybe I used to, you should. I used, to, I used to hang out at bowling alleys all the time, but I was, uh, when they, like, like, people could still smoke in them. Fair enough. Uh, I'm glad we have more than one of these because. Don't we have like two four packs? I think I talked you into only getting one huh. because uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe we got. I two. was I was on a spree. I was just grabbing stuff. Maybe we got two. It's just a really unique beer, and I, I feel bad that like I like didn't love it at the beginning. <laughs> but believe it or not, 
chocolate does not go well with hibiscus and passion fruit and huh. lime. It's interesting. We had like the opposite experiences with our beer. I, I like yeah. like I liked mine so much more at the beginning, and um, I don't know. Just it didn't it didn't uh, warm up well. I think is the thing. That but, makes sense. Uh, but yeah, still really great to try. Really unique, and I'm sure I, after looking through that um, that advent calendar, I'll be back to a hazy IPA in no time. For sure. Uh, where can the people find us? We are on Instagram. Not running on tap. <laughs> what? This very dramatic pause. Well, I thought you were going to say it, but you didn't. Well, I thought we were going to talk about like where you can find the podcast for us. That's that's usually that's usually how this scripted ending goes. Okay, then talk about that. <laughs> find us podcast wherever you listen to this one. If you found us on Apple Podcasts, like most of our listeners do, that'd be great. That'd be great. What's wrong? With it? Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, we can't record this late in the week. I, I feel know. like we're a little rocky. Too, too late in the week. Too late in the night. Yeah. Uh, yes. Find us on what Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other, other and other also follow us on Instagram at at Running on Tap, where we're sharing more content because Kyle has decided to share content too. I'm sharing. The, it's I'm sharing so stuff. Exciting. It's I'm, so exciting. I'm sharing stories and talking and stuff. So uh, keep an eye out for that there. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. And also... If we show up in your Spotify wrapped, tag us on Instagram if you share it. Because it makes my life to see that like people are listening to our podcast and hearing from us. And it makes me so happy that we've like built this little community of people. So uh, we've seen a couple and it makes me so happy. If you are in the Bow Wow Brigade, let us know. If you don't... At Ryan if we don't show up in your Spotify rap, listen to us more <laughs> so we do next year. I promise I won't be coughing in the next episode. I'm so sorry. Don't make promises you can't keep. Well, let's, let's hope you're not coughing in the next episode. Uh, oh, also, we should plug Muffin Madness real we fast. We should plug Muffin Madness. No one's still listening. Um, this is your reward for getting to the end. Ja- <coughs> Jacqueline will cough into the microphone and then send you a muffin. Yes. No. Um... <laughs> We're baking all of the superhero muffins. I, you've heard us talk about superhero muffins, but they are these like awesome muffins that are like typically grain free, mm-hmm. like wheat free. There are oats in them. Yep. But I, don't, I don't think oats are like wheat. I don't know. Uh, they're grain free muffins. This is, this is not. This is running on tap, not dietitians on tap. <laughs> uh, that are like chock full of veggies and all sorts of stuff. So in the first cookbook, they made one that has like grated zucchinis and carrots it's very much like zucchini bread muffins yes um second cookbook they came out with three new varieties the latest rise and run cookbook they have like 24 new superhero muffins i want an excuse to bake them all so i have made a really fun randomized bracket and like a logo and like we're going all out for muffin madness so uh we are baking muffins and facing them off and working our way through the bracket slowly. Exactly. So stay tuned to at Running on Tap for they're all on our Instagram. All of our story. good Instagram content and uh, thank you all so much for making it through this uh, hodgepodge of an episode. And we will talk to you next week. <laughs>